Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and we're breaking down everything we saw in round two of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And joining me, it's my buddy, Kyle Porter. Kyle, what up, my guy? Uh, not much. It's uh, another fun week. I'm, I'm excited for this weekend. Some unexpectedly fun storylines going into the weekend. The uh, Okay, you know what I like about this? First of all, it's an absolute scoring fest, but seven shots difference between the leaders and the cut line yeah i i don't know what it usually is off the top of my head but this feels pretty compact well and it and it you know i was i was thinking about this i was kind of writing up the second round and you still have guys like fowler hideki victor hovland that are four five six strokes back and you're like i don't know 65 64 are you in it on sunday maybe I, I don't know how the rest of it goes but i i i do think you have the ability to if you're and we're going to talk about this in a second but if you're striking it well and you get and you post early on saturday all of a sudden you find yourself in one of the last i don't know seven groups on on sunday afternoon which is that's fun cuz it it means everybody's kind of still in it there will be someone we'll talk about saturday night that went out and shot like a 63 or 64 and played themselves back into this. Yeah, totally. We'll I, to I think I know who, who it might be too. Oh, okay. We'll save that. Hold on. Okay, save okay. That. That's a good tease. Um, if you are watching us on YouTube, you'd see Kyle rocking his uh, PG. What is that? PGA championship shirt. Beth, Beth page. There Brooks. you go. There you go. Brooks at Beth page. You'd see that uh, we're on YouTube and actually this is going better than we anticipated. I don't know what we expected, uh, Kyle, I'm not sure if you dive into YouTube comments. Uh, they're usually pretty garbage. Ours are actually pretty good. Uh, Patrick Lau, <laughs> Patrick Lau agrees that Matt Kuchar definitely leaves bad Yelp reviews. That's number one. <laughs> that's so that's that's for sure. And and there's a lot of love for the Puerto Rico Open curse. Foro is enjoying that we're tracking these winners to see when this curse is going to happen. So there's a lot of st- good stuff going on over there. The the Kuchar Yelp take was an all timer. That is <laughs> that needs to be yeah. That's in the annals. That's great. All right. Well, if the first cut is on YouTube, go subscribe, go turn that notification bell on so that you know when uh, all these hot takes are coming at you. But <laughs> Rocket Mortgage Classic, Webb Simpson tied at the top with Chris Kirk. Let's start with Webb. The superlatives are, I mean, I'm running out of them, Kyle. I'm running out of of ways to describe how good Webb Simpson is. Uh, So we'll just look at the numbers. And he can actually become the number two ranked player in the world uh, with a victory or a second place finish this week. And he can be the highest ranked American. That is simultaneously crazy. And like, oh yeah, okay, I could see that from Webb. It, I have so many thoughts. I, you know, <laughs> you, you watch Webb, and first of all, he's not that good off the tee. That's, I mean, we've talked about that a ton. But even the iron play, he's number one in the field in in approach in stroke stand on approach. And 
you watch it and you're like, ah, I don't know. It, do, it doesn't look that good. Like, like <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of a, like a prolific three point shooter where it doesn't look good. Right. Like the shot is just, yes. it, 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 it doesn't look great, but it, and, and then you, but you compare it to like, you watch Rory and you're like, Oh my gosh. But like Webb is playing a lot better in terms of his irons and his approach shots and all that than somebody like a Rory right now. And I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know if people will ever get used to the fact that Webb might not, uh, like, not only might he be the best uh, player in the, in or excuse me, might he be the best American in the world? He might be the best player in the world right now. We talked about Bryson coming in to this week. I, I think Webb is right up there as well right now for me. It's it's really hard to argue. Um, okay, so real quick, Webb has the worst swing of anybody in the top, like, 150, right? Like, it's so ugly. Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, who else is even in there? I mean, what's Fury? I, I think I think Hatton's swing is very ugly. Like Terrell Hatton is like he kind of comes over the top. It's real like I don't know. It's kind of weird looking, but it produces like this shot that does not move one yard in either direction a lot of times. I don't. And, I don't really. I don't like Patrick Reed's swing either. Okay, at least that's kind of more fluid. Webb Webb looks like he accelerates even more after he has made contact with the ball. It's like, it's crazy. You know? it, yeah, it's crazy. But it's like. It's unbelievable right now. Like I, I, and, and I don't know, I I think part of just his, like the whole makeup, I think people watch him and think about him and watch the swing and they're like, Oh yeah, he's nice. And it's like, guys, when are we going to like understand what's happening here? That he is one of the three or four best players in the world and that he has been for the last 18 months. Yeah. I just don't think that's clicked with people yet. Maybe it has, maybe I'm like misinterpreting the way that things have gone, but He's been awesome. And we talked about this on HQ. I just, I trust him a lot right now. Like I know what I'm getting. He's not even putting that well. Like he's, I can't 90th or something. No, 70th maybe in putting. I think Victor yeah. Hovland was, was 97th, but um, man, I don't know. I, I just, he's the person that I trust the most going into the weekend. He made that round on Friday look so easy. He yeah. missed one fairway. He missed one green and the green that he missed on 16, I was like, he hit it into the left greenside bunker. And I was like, oh man, that's going to be like kind of an awkward up and down. I wonder how much room he's got over there. And he holds out from the bunker and yeah. makes birdie anyway. Like it's just, I, I use the word unflappable a lot. And I just don't know. Like, I can't remember the last time I saw Webb in trouble anywhere. Yeah, I know. He he does keep it in play, which is crazy because the other guy that's up there, Bryson, is like, I don't care where this is going. Like, I'm just I'm just getting it as far as I can. Uh, by the way, I'm scrolling through the top 150 in terms of bad swings. <laughs> yeah. Kucher, not great. No, that's not uh, like swing it under a dining room table. Uh, I don't love Matt Fitz, Fitzpatrick's swing. OK. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we Daniel, could... Daniel Berger, Daniel Berger. I kind of like it. It's oh, weird. Stop it. Uh, it's weird. Yes, it's weird. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> speed swing, not uh, timestamp that, Jacob. Speed swing, <laughs> not was, it, it, aesthetically. It's not great. That was six thirty nine on the timestamp. Um, uh, yeah, there's there are some there are some ugly ones here from from like really good players. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it does. It clearly doesn't matter what it looks like. It's how it and it's how it works, and it works for Web. Yeah. Um, another guy it worked for today. Chris Kirk, who I've, I've been very much invested in the story of Chris Kirk, which is, you know, he takes off, I think it was seven months in 2019. Um, and he was very candid about his, his battle with 
alcohol abuse with depression uh, has now been making his comeback into golf. He wins on the corn Ferry tour two weeks ago. So I've, I've been very much enthralled with the story, but we were on HQ and I think you nailed it, Kyle. You were like, Oh, by the way, he's playing really great golf too. Like, don't forget about that. And I think that's another big takeaway. Yeah. I, I, th- the story's great and it'll get talked about a ton and we'll probably over talk about it. Cause that's what we do. <laughs> and that's what everybody does. It should be talked about a ton, but I also, I, I mean, Chris Kirk is, is good at golf. Like w- when he is healthy and thriving, He's a top, I don't know, 40 or 50 guy. Like he, yeah. Didn't he, wasn't he the one that had that run? Was it the right before the 14 Ryder cup where I was like, wait, is Chris Kerr going to be on the Ryder cup team? It was him and Horschel. Yes. And we were, and he, he like, I think he won. I can pull this up, but yes. And we were like, oh, Chris Kirk's got to make this team or whatever. Yeah. And then he didn't, but uh, yeah, he's 12th in the field so far in strokes gained T to green fifth in putting, which is a little, uh, I don't, I don't know if you can keep that up, but I just, I'm, I'm really excited about, and I said this on HQ, I'm really excited about him and Webb playing together because that's just a, that, that's, that's some ball striking. Like, I think you're going to get, and, and Kirk didn't hit it great with his irons on uh, Friday. He was better around the green, but I, I think you're going to get uh, just some great shots out of both of them. Again, not the two longest guys in the world. They're both 285, 295, whatever off the tee, but you're going to get some, some really good iron play, I think, on the weekend. The 14 run that he made was like in the playoffs. So he won the Deutsche Bank and then he finished fourth at the tour championship um, and then played well, like after that as well, a couple weeks after that. But I think that was the run we were referencing there. Yeah, that was him. Him and Horschel won like three of the four playoff events or something like that. And, yeah. and I think I think that was the year Horschel ended up uh, winning the, the FedEx. I think that's right. Did the Gator chomp on the... That's right. On the ninth green at at uh or eight. What what didn't they flip the nines? They used to play the ninth as the eighteen or okay. eighteen as the nine. You know the thing that drives me the rerouting that we get at places is it, it drives me mad because like if you've gone there and if like you've ever even been lucky enough to play a lot of these places, like okay, Tory's the perfect example. They flip the nines at Tory and I can't figure it out anymore because I've played there so many times and they flip it. And then then you get a week like this, Detroit Golf Club this week, I think one is usually eight or something yeah, like that. They, yeah, they've completely right. rerouted the whole thing. And it, I, I think my, they should, my brain. I think they should reroute it every day just to try to confuse guys. <laughs> I mean, can, can you imagine, uh, can you imagine DJ out there like trying to, <laughs> trying to roll through like the, the course from the previous day. Yeah. That, that, and producer Jacob makes a good point. You, some places they have two courses, right? Royal Melbourne. They, it's like a hybrid of two courses that they can use. It's bonkers, man. I think it's fun. You don't like it? I think I like it. I just think it's hard to keep track of. Maybe, I yeah. don't know. Maybe it's like, the, this they, is tell, the, they tell us about the route. They're like, the members play this. as like I guess don't even tell me then. Yeah, this is the spreadsheet in you talking because yeah. you, you you look at, you know, you're like, well, I don't even know what the 15th hole is. You know, strict scene right. on the 15th hole. You're like, I don't, that's meaningless. Like, that's it has bad. no meaning. <laughs> that's true. Um, okay. Well, uh, we are in for hopefully a great a great weekend of action i think we are you can catch it all on cbs we've got options for you to watch the rocket mortgage classic in motown motor city on your computer absolutely just go to cbssports.com on your phone has to be a smartphone obviously uh but yes 
You can see it totally free. It'll come in handy if you're stuck at a pool party, hopefully being responsible, being safe. Maybe you're at the beach. Who knows if it's available to you? CBS Sports. Uh, download the CBS Sports app on your phone. You're off and running. Webb Simpson will be looking to create fireworks of his own. Also, you can stream it on Roku, Fire TV, and Apple TV through the CBS Sports app on those devices. So in other words, there's no excuse to miss any action on CBS this weekend. We got to talk about Bryson. We got to talk about props. We got to talk about Matt Wolf. We got to talk about uh, maybe some investments you could make for, uh, for the weekend. Get a little cash in your pocket. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're back. All right, KP. Uh, we have to do our contractually obligated Bryson DeChambeau conversation. Um, I don't know what else there is to say other than the fact that he is in contention again. Uh, I, I guess maybe let's go this way because we've talked about so much. Does Bryson have to win and win a lot to validate himself? No, no. I, I think that right now what we're seeing is him sort of putting all these components together that make up this bigger picture. I, I don't care about the the Rocket Mortgage Classic for, for Bryson's sake, right? Like for him, it's about uh, are you going to win multiple times a year? Are you going to win? Are you going to contend in a major? And I think that Right now, I mean, he's we're four weeks into this. He's still just putting like these these pieces together. And and the thing that the thing that stands out to me, Rick, is he's he's really putting it well this week. And yet he's he, it's almost like I, I, you said this on HQ, and I thought it was really good. It looks really difficult for him. The reason it looks difficult is because he's like last in the field in proximity to the hole. Yeah, which which makes absolutely no sense because he's first in driving distance, and so. You look at I pulled up his uh, so one twenty five to one fifty, which he's he's had uh, so he's had six holes where he's had one, uh, a shot between one twenty five and one fifty. He's sixty seventh out of the seventy guys that made the cut. His average proximity to the hole from one twenty five to one fifty is thirty five feet. That's really bad. It's because he's hitting his putter into those one. Well, he, maybe he should shots. hit his putter. <laughs> he, he can't. He can't. He can't figure out. He doesn't have his muscle mass into like his calculus book yet. Like it doesn't, it, it's not like all adding up. I, I do think, I mean, he said, he's told us this after, after rounds that it is like a, it's like a brand new game for him too. He, he is trying to figure out what to do when he's 80 yards in on every hole and he has to hit a three quarter lob wedge or whatever. Do you, do you think that it is, because he's like, 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 is is it a matter of like he doesn't have the touch or the in the feel anymore? Because he's like, looks like a bodybuilder, or no, he doesn't look like a bodybuilder. He looks like a wrestler or something. Or is it just circumstantial? I, I think it's, I think it's repetitions. Uh, I think that he he added the distance and he figured that out. And he spent a lot of time doing that, and now he has to figure out the side effects of that. So I think it's partly repetitions, but 
I mean, he has no feel. There, there, there is no feel in his game. I don't know if that is good or bad, right? Like he's turned himself into what is what is that machine? The Iron Byron? Like it is literally yeah. he's literally turning himself into a a golf ball hitting robot, uh, trying to take all the variables of feel out of it. So I, I, there is definitely no feel in his game. I just don't know if that is good or not. Well, and see, that's the part where I. I... I, I'll probably regret saying this. I think it I think it works at times on the PGA tour. I think you go to an open or a US open and it's like, does that work? I, I don't I don't know. And, and we'll see. I mean, we'll see over the next three or four years. I just don't know if it's like, hey, the guy with no feel is gonna win the open at <laughs> St. Andrews, right? Yeah. It's I, I don't know. I who knows? It's gonna be something to watch. Uh I, I'm very interested to see how this whole experiment uh, finishes up, but here's what you can do. You can win $1,000, $1,000 every single round without putting any of your own cash at stake. Go play CBS sports golf prop game at cbssportscom slash golf props. That again is cbssportscom slash golf props. 10 questions each and every round. If you answer the most correctly, you get $1,000. So two more opportunities this week to cash in just log into cbssports.com sign up and answer the questions you're in contention for the cash terms and conditions of course do apply and i've got one of the questions right here for you kyle uh for round three and it involves our big man bryson dechambeau and it's very simple will bryson be in the lead or tied for the lead after round three uh, i'm gonna say no and, and that's because he's been he's been putting really well, like way above what he's normally at. And uh, by the way, we're, we just had that whole conversation about, about Bryson. Like he missed the cut by five. He's one I back know. going into this Saturday. I know the guy with no feel and who's playing so terrible is one out. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> but I, I do, th- I do, I, w- I will be like the, if you said, Hey, what are the 10 things you're watching on Saturday? One of the ones at the top is going to be what, what, like not the drives, although that will be there, but like, What's it like after that? Like, is he missing these greens? Uh, is he short? Is he long? Like, what's going on there? Because I think that that the answer to that question or that circumstance is going to be is going to determine the tournament. Is going to determine if he's leading after Saturday night. And I think it'll be fascinating to see. So you're taking no, he's not right. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to say no. I think so too, and it's. I don't think it's necessarily a knock against him. It's just that we said everyone who's left in the field is within seven shots. Web, Web, Web Simpson is here. Someone might go out. I mean, Ryan Armour shot a sixty-four today. Like if someone goes out, like if Sepp Straka goes out and shoots a sixty-four on Saturday, like he'll, he'll be in the lead, and then I don't know, someone will have to chase him down on Sunday. Is uh, is Sepp Straka your Scott Stallings? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, so I like the alliteration. Like you, like Scott Stallings is easy to say SS. Sep Straka also easy to say SS. Yeah. Like I do, I do enjoy that Sep Straka. I, I, he doesn't play enough. I don't think. Are play. you a big, are you a big name guy? Yeah. Like na- like names make players. Oh yeah, like like you would not even see Seamus Power's name if it, if his name wasn't Seamus Power. You literally would not see it. Wait, so what do you mean by that? Like like um. Like if he was at the top of the leaderboard and we were on HQ and we were like, oh, okay, Seamus Power is at the top, we would have literally like skipped his name. Like he's just he's just a no. Like <laughs> I'm serious. If his name and also here's another thing, I bet you think Seamus Power hits it far. He doesn't. He's like 78th in driving distance. He's a he's a weakling, but his name is Power. 
I actually don't think Seamus Power hits it far, <laughs> but somebody listening might. I actually thought about this when I was naming our like in naming our kids, and I'm a I'm a big like your name matters a ton guy. Like like if you if you're, I'm try, I can't think of an example, but like if you have a crazy name and you're a quarterback, like when, when has there ever been like a weird name quarterback that was successful? Like Tom Brady, Cam Newton. <laughs> Tom like Brady. these are these are great names. Yeah. Dak Prescott, great name. Well, you have a good start with Porter. That's a very like easy name to say. It's two syllables. It's yeah. Like... So 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 in na- I don't know why we're talking about this, but <laughs> in naming our sons, we went uh, Jude Porter. That's pretty good. Okay, I like that. And then and then Jack Porter. Jack Porter mm. could be like a, a shortstop on a Jack- on a. Or Jack Porter could save the world, man. That's like <laughs> Jack Bauer. Like that is like that's it. See, I like the one syllable, then two syllable follow up. You know, you're not going three syllable first name, yeah. two. You know, there's a lot going on. Um, yeah. but like, yeah, we'll talk about well, another episode for for golfer names. There's a lot of really good ones. Real quick, here's a great golf name, Matthew Wolf. Um, that's great. First of all, flew up the leaderboard on Friday. Um, we're we're giving you the you know the obligatory OSU. Uh, opportunity here. I mean, he, he, he hasn't been good since he won, but in contention here this week. Yeah, you know, it's. Yeah, I've said this all week on HQ. It's not a. It's not a talent issue. I, I think everybody knows the talents there. It. it, it it's and he kind of talked about this. You can get in your own head about like, oh, should I be? Where should I be missing? Like he. I think it's almost like he's. He needs to be more DJ and less speed. Like, don't watch Spieth, watch DJ and just go let, let the talent take over, right? I think I think you can get out on tour, and I think this is probably what he did a little bit, and start looking around and being like, oh, my gosh, like, you play with Bryson once and you're ruined for, like, four months. Uh, but, like, just go play, bro. Like, you are you're you have, like, top 25 talent, and just, just go do it. And I think that it takes a while to, like, truly accept that and realize that, and I think we're seeing a little bit of that right now. Looking ahead to... Saturday and the weekend, we've got, you know, updated odds from William Hill, obviously Webb Simpson and Bryson DeChambeau eating up the bulk of those odds. Webb is two and a half to one to win the golf tournament. Bryson is three to one. Then you get Chris Kirk, Matt Wolf and and Terrell Hatton at 16. Um, You and I, you, you and I kind of approach this the same way. There, There are sustainable, sustainable stat situations and there are unsustainable stats, stat situations. So for example, unfortunately, I believe, that uh, like Chris Kirk's stat profile is is pretty unsustainable yeah. for for this week. So he's gained, uh, you know, over four strokes putting, another three and a half around the green, and that, and you don't have to, you don't need the numbers to tell you that he chipped in like back to back holes and then he did it again later. Like it was right. kind of crazy, you know, losing strokes off the tee. Like that's not a combination that usually sustains for four rounds. Well, and, and I think the other part of this is there's another layer to it of of who whose statistical profile is it. So like if um, let's say Webb is like gaining a ton of strokes off the tee, you're like, well, that, <laughs> that seems sticky, but it's actually Webb. So it's probably not right. And, and so I think, I think you do have to layer in like who the, who the actual player is that you're talking about as well. Who was the guy that you said would fly up the leaderboard? I don't, I didn't want to forget about this. Uh, Victor Hoblin. <laughs> yeah, you 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 love hearing this, and and here's the reason: he's third tee to green, which for him again, like that's it, it matters that it's him. It matters Correct. that it's not Seamus Power, right? <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm serious. Like he he, this is the level that he's been playing at, 
and he can sustain that. Victor Hovland is is might be the third best guy from tee to green in this field, especially off the tee. So that's sticky. That can be sustained. And he was 97th in putting, which he hasn't putted well. So maybe that stays, you know, maybe that is sticky as well, but there's a, there's a more likely chance that that's going to pop up and he's going to be 30th in putting or 20th in putting. And all of a sudden you're looking at a 64, 65, somewhere in that range to, to, to be in the top 10 on, on Sunday. I like that one. The one I uh, mentioned on HQ was Harold Varner, the third who similarly, so Varner's uh, he's fifth in strokes gained T to green and he's losing a stroke and a half putting, but I was more concerned he has not taken advantage of a single par five. He's playing, you know, eight par fives uh, at one under, and he made a double on one of them. Like, like that's where guys, especially here, you go out and you crush, like you, you crush the par five. So I'm, I'm optimistic that HV3 can turn it around a little bit on the weekend. He's only I he's think five shots back. One of the other guys is, um, oh, who was I just looking at? Lucas Glover. Yes, he's been I think there are three guys that have been top 25 in all three events. I think it's him, Hovland and Bryson. And he I mean, the, the story of his career, right? Unbelievable <laughs> tee to green and yep. doesn't put it at all. He's sixth from tee to green. I, I don't know. I can't remember where he is on the leaderboard, but he's not uh, in the top six that I know. No, he's, he's T30. Okay, there you go. So, but again, like it matters that it's Lucas Glover and that he's not a very good putter. He might stay down there uh, going into Saturday, but he's somebody else that kind of stood out. Yeah, Jacob actually put together um, some plays and fades based on this mentality. So the guys that you would think would be better. So if you're like, you know, trying to bet third round matchups or whatever, um, you know, Sam Burns, uh, Lucas Glover, Adam Shank, all were pretty good tee to green, all lost a ton putting. And then the opposite side of that, unfortunately, my buddy Lonto Griffin, who gained over four strokes putting today, lost strokes tee to green. Jonathan Bird, Chris Stroud, Johnson Wagner are all guys that you would consider as uh, fades or guys to stay away from. Now, do we have to do our, our, our picks to, uh, do we have to readjust our picks? Who'd you, who did you pick? To, no, you had Patrick Reed. <laughs> did, he missed the cut, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Ugh. I can't I can't pick anybody. You've My, been uh, very bad since the restart. You were very good before and yeah. very bad since the restart. I did go uh, Hovland one and done. Who did you end up going one and done? I went with Hovland too. Jacob has Webb Simpson, so we've got to chase oh. him. I know. I know. It's what? Brutal. I know. So he could have had COVID, producer Jacob. You didn't know? He didn't know. <laughs> he's, he's he loves chaos he's an agent of anarchy um mark went with patrick green the one and done so he's not going to get any money there so i love leading yeah. marcus right that's <laughs> yeah. that's my that should that's my just my goal in life <laughs> uh cool um all right kp i mean what uh, last last 15 seconds here this weekend rocket mortgage classic gonna be pretty great it seems yeah i'm pumped uh webb bryson wolf Hovland, Chris Kirk, great story. There's, you know, you get into a, a tournament like this, and it's like, I don't, I don't know, are there going to be any storylines? And they seem to always emerge. And we've got, we got a bunch this weekend. We got a bunch this weekend. We'll check it out. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the First Cut. Kyle Porter. You can find him on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can find me on Twitter at Rick Run Good. This is the First Cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.